Welcome to Silly History. I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. It was 6 o'clock on the evening of November 9, 2017. Two men approached a home in a Detroit East Side neighborhood. This was not the best of neighborhoods. Drug trafficking, shootings, and murders have infected the area for over a decade. Once beautiful homes where generations of families were raised are now battered and broken. If homes could show any kind of visible emotion, these would look defeated. The two men walked up the steps and onto the rickety gray porch. One of them knocked on the front door and waited for a response. The man inside greeted them at the door, allowing them to enter. The interior was quite plain. A few pieces of basic furniture decorated each room. The three men joined a fourth in the living room. Everyone was calm and collected. So far, things were going smooth. Both parties knew exactly what they were looking to get out of the rendezvous. Words were exchanged, and the two visitors inspected the contraband they came to buy. Satisfied, they handed over their payment in a crinkly brown paper bag to the dealer. The dealer took the bag and counted his money. He too was satisfied, and the deal was complete. Much to the surprise of the dealers, the buyers had another objective they aimed to fulfill. The buyers were, in fact, special ops police officers working undercover. And right outside of the house, a group of their colleagues from the 11th Precinct were waiting with a search warrant in hand. They had been watching this particular house for a while now, and had gathered enough intel to effectively plan a raid. With the deal now over, they could execute the search warrant and bust the bad guys. Much to the surprise of the officers, the dealers also had a secondary objective they aimed to complete. They were also undercover cops, running their own operation to arrest local buyers. They and a group of officers from the 12th Precinct had been conducting a trafficking investigation in the neighborhood, determining this house to be a key point of infiltration. Have you ever forgotten to give someone a heads up about plans you made and it ultimately messed up their own? In this case, the 12th Precinct had planned their operation around a house in a neighborhood that was located in the 11th Precinct's jurisdiction. And even though the 12th Precinct was wholly aware of this, they failed to notify the 11th about their operation. Back inside the house, the two officers from the 11th Precinct drew their weapons on the other two, forcing them to the floor. Then the tactical unit stormed in with their warrant. The two men from the 12th Precinct kept shouting, hoping to identify themselves before things got worse. But the bewildering situation was about to escalate. Hearing all the commotion, a group of cops from the 12th Precinct came out of nowhere and stormed into the house. Officers began yelling at other officers. Everyone was blaming everyone else for the mess they were in. Then someone got shoved, and then another, and another. That ticked off another cop, who in turn started throwing punches. In a matter of minutes, what were supposed to be two well-executed operations turned into an all-out brawl amongst the brothers in blue. Thankfully, with over two dozen officers at the scene, only one walked away with a black eye and the other with a busted lip. Thanks to modern-day technology, the entire event was recorded on police body cameras. 
Upon reviewing the footage, the Detroit police chief called it one of the most embarrassing things he ever witnessed. It was like re-watching a slapstick silent film featuring the Keystone Cops. The only thing that these officers can hope for is that the footage isn't turned into a video demonstration at the police academy. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This is a Night Owl production and made possible thanks to donations by you, the listener. 